Hey there, before this episode begins, just want to thank Annie for being my first repeat guest and coming on the show for the second time now. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Pastime Thinker Podcast for updates and uh, subscribe to YouTube and Spotify. Shout out to our patron, Kevin, and if you want to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash pastime. And now, here's the episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of the Pastime Thinker Podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Piquette, and today my guest is Annie Manuel. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. So you are a returning guest. You were on episode eight, and now you're on episode 18. I absolutely was, and I absolutely am. It's 10 episodes, man. It's been 10 whole episodes. 10 entire episodes of just podcast. And you've hit a year since then. I have. I have. I, yeah, you were Yeah, you were my eighth guest. Now you're my 18th guest. I'm trying to think. It's a new year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember exactly when... Because it's been less than a year since you've been on. Because I, I think so. I think uh, oh, January maybe. I I, be- I think yeah, like January, April, somewhere, somewhere yeah, in between. Early, early, early this year sounds right. Yeah, I would go look, but my phone is charging on the other side of the room. Oh wow, wow. So yeah, um, hey co- man. A couple of things has happened since then. <laughs> Um, just one or two. It's no, it's fine. Just just a few. Everything's things. fine. Just a few. Just like like one like one thing happened. Like Nicki Minaj had a baby. That's it. <laughs> oh my god, I don't like Nicki Minaj. That's the only thing that's happened is that Nicki Minaj had a baby. I actually don't give a shit about Nicki Minaj. That's just the first thing that came to mind. I don't know. Like all public opinions, I just find her annoying. I find her music annoying, and I'm pretty like. I find that attitude annoying. Yeah, like before the whole ellen degeneres thing came out like she was like yeah. a brat on the ellen show and that's kind of what started it for me yeah but like i don't know like yeah i don't know i don't i just like this the, the obnoxious for the sake of being obnoxious thing i don't like yeah like you know like you as a person thank you maybe that's why i don't you're like welcome it. just, you're, just, <laughs> you're too much like me we just like things and other people that we can't see in ourselves yeah yeah wow Wow, okay, you're just hitting deep. Remember remember 10 minutes ago when we had no idea what to talk about? <laughs> well, now let's pick Fred's <laughs> psyche apart. <laughs> let's destroy Fred as a person. Yeah, please no. I- I'm already no, I mean, so it's, fragile. But like, it, <laughs> you're, you're fragile, oh, sure. I'm so fragile. Sure. Oh, Where's yeah. Jill? Get her opinion on that. Please, no. She she cut into me in the last episode, too. She didn't say two, <laughs> two fucking words, and then, like, right at the last leg of the episode, she just started fucking digging into me. I was like, where is this coming from? <laughs> That's why I love that woman. That's why I sent her a card. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I'm, uh, it's been a little bit of a ride these uh, last few months. Got to work from home mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, got I to... didn't. <laughs> Got to watch, uh, well, more recently, got to watch Trump eat his fucking words. Cool. And then get driven around in a car with six Secret Service agents crammed inside in a hermetically sealed vehicle. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, what do you mean? I don't know how to feel. Like, after, like, did you watch the debate with him and Biden? I absolutely didn't. I have watched the TikTok remakes. (laughs) (laughs) Like... And I feel like I get the gist of it. Like, I feel like I have to word this very carefully not to give off the wrong vibe. But, like, after watching the debate, like, I was unfortunately thinking that Trump may win. Just because, but 
after watching like more breakdowns and like watching more people pick the debate itself apart, I realized like, oh no, he was using specific tactics to make it look like he was winning the debate. Whereas like if you look at it with like a very, very, very critical mind, i.e. watching a bunch of videos picking it apart, like it's it's not yeah. so much the case. But Yeah, I'm... I don't know. I like I, I never stay too close to American politics. It stresses me out because there's literally nothing I can do. Like I can tell my American yeah. friends to vote, but like that's not anything new to them. Like they know that they're supposed to vote. And voting can only really do so much, right? So I try not oh, to stay sure. too close to American politics. Um, I mean, I can't help but look at it. It's, it's a weird, like, I'm definitely more into, like, in touch with American politics than Canadian politics. I know that's the case with a lot of Canadians in general. It's just more entertaining. Well, it's more entertaining, and, like, it, it makes a level of sense to be up on American politics because of how close they are and how much business we do with them and, like, how much it could affect us. Oh, like, exactly. like, if the country goes into a civil war, that, you know, we can very easily get, in, like, get dragged into it. Yeah. But um canadian pol i feel like canadian politics is a lot of people find it more boring because canadian politics they almost like have to be nicer about it <laughs> do you know what i mean like you yeah. can't go on stage and cut somebody off and say shut <laughs> up man like you can't do that in canadian politics if you do that then you lose the canadian vote yeah but also the way know. our political systems work make it a little less interesting because on the american side it is one or the other yeah whereas in canadian politics there's like a wider ish range of like oh, well, there's this, and there's that, and there's that. And, like, the interesting part of Canadian politics is just, like, I really wonder who's gonna who's gonna get this, because there's multiple parties. But in the American, is like, yo, it's just one extreme versus the other. And like... Well, Canada has that to an extent, though, because NDP, the biggest the, the biggest and the best NDP has gotten is opposition, and that's when they had Jack Layton. They had majority opposition, and that's when they had Jack Layton. And since Jack Layton died, yee, especially with what's going on yeah. with Jagmeet Singh right now, like, the old tweets that are coming up from Jagmeet Singh where he's, like, R.I.P. Fidel Castro. Like, he was a good man. Yeah. Uh, like, it really, in Canadian politics, like, if we want to use it, if we want to talk about it in, like, acting terms and movie terms, there are, like, two, there are, like, the, the, the leading characters, the two leading characters, the secondary character, and two tertiary characters. Our two mains are the liberals and the conservatives, the secondary mm. character is the NDP, and the tertiary is the green and the block. Yeah. Um... Like it's there are there are definitely more players in general. There's more opportunity in general, but like the way that voting goes every single year, and the way that it's been, and the way that it's always been. Yeah. Um. You know. Well, again, I think I think the difference is like in the American politics, it is just two really really strong forces opposing yeah. each other, and again, they both have their extremes. Like that. That's one thing that I will be very solid on in terms of my political point of view is just like yeah, there's. Over some issues, one political party is definitely better than the other, and there's multiple different issues that they both address differently. There's yeah, there's really really good people on both sides, and there's very very extreme people on both sides, regardless of where you fall in line on that. But I feel like with yeah. Canadian politics, you have two strong opposing forces, but there's always like the at least the attendance of like a potential underdog, where there's yeah, there's well, just that's not just it, that like... in American politics. Yeah, well, and I feel like especially with the last federal election in Canada, there was that, like, Jaws theme of maybe Jagmeet Singh will do something, maybe we'll oh, get yeah. close. I was There very... was definitely that. It was the most invested in a Canadian election that I was ever in. Like, yeah. And that was only the second time I ever got to vote, but it was definitely much, much more invested in it than, than the first time I voted. 
Yeah. Well, and part of that comes with age, too, right? Like, it's not just um, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's weird because it's it's what a lot of people are saying too right it's it's true of both the canadian and the american government is that it's a system that was created years and years and years and hundreds and hundreds and however many years ago yeah um to benefit a specific area of people and that's it's still how it operates today right and i think you can say that of both canadian and american oh politics. for sure for sure it's still the same system we just tweaked a couple things or not even tweaked we just have a couple of alternative things they're, they're still probably, we just kind of raised our hands and said sorry. Yeah, they're then... like even though they're different, I would say that they're both still equally damaging and equally good. They're just different. Yeah. They're just different. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. One thing that I really that I thought was really interesting when I was uh, um when I was uh, still a server, I was working with a guy and he was starting to do law. Okay. And. Um, he was telling me about the difference between doing, um, like arguing cases in the States versus arguing cases in Canada and, you know, just the very subtle, subtle differences. Like, um, you don't say, you know, if you're, if you're, um, the defense attorney, you don't say prosecution. And if you're prosecution, you don't say defense attorney, you say my friend. Yeah. You you refer to the opposing attorney as my friend. Which kind of just sounds passive aggressive. Um, as my friend here was telling you. It super does, but at the <laughs> same time I think they 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 want to like they want to introduce that gentle Canadian language, right? Yeah. Like they want they want that everybody play nice kind of vibe. Well, it's definitely that a stereotype so well that for. would be useful to lean into that all Canadians are nice and all Canadians are oh, like it's it's definitely not true. Like there's there's yeah. some shitty 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 Canadians. Like that it's just human nature. But, like, as a country, that's probably definitely a stereotype that would be nice to lean into, even though it's not entirely mm -hmm. true. Well, and, like, that's our reputation, right? Like, that's Canada's reputation around the world. Americans traveling abroad are recommended to put Canadian patches on their backpacks. Oh, So people sure. don't think that they're American. Like... Like, it benefits us. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, years ago, like, uh, when I took my school trip to Europe, like, I've never felt more happy to be a Canadian than when I'm outside Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people love Canadians. Yeah. They've just never lived here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's just interesting. Like, yeah. I don't know. Is that a form of like racism in a way? Oh, you're Canadian. You must be nice. No, not at all. It's a stereotype yeah. for sure. Stere I yeah. think um, racism, there's, there's an inherent violence in, in yeah. racism. Like calling somebody racist there has to be a, a level of violence in their words or in their actions. A, a level of aggressiveness. Yeah. Like, like if an, in, an intent to hurt, an intent to harm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, saying that Canadians are nice, that's just a stereotype. It's the same. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing as, you know, Canadians riding moose everywhere. Like it's, uh, it's, it, it doesn't hurt anybody. It's a stereotype. I do need to renew my moose license. Are you proud of yourself? Oh, I'm so proud of myself. You proud of yourself for that joke? You know oh. your entire listener base is Canadian, right? Oh, uh, no, actually. We got a couple of people in uh, Europe and a few people in the States actually listen to the podcast. Oh. That says my analytics, at least. Well, Canada's going to cancel you. Canada's going to cancel me. For that for that moose joke. Canada, cancel this man. <laughs> I can't, I'll, I'll wait for the Mounties to roll up in my driveway on their moose. Driveway? You mean the... 
ground outside your igloo. Yeah, yes, for sure. A waste an opportunity, man. Yeah, I, I suppose. My... <laughs> your guard you... beaver. My guard beaver. Yo, beavers are aggressive though. If if you're not if for people who don't have experience with beavers, they are very angry animals. They will kill your dog. That put that on a t shirt. <laughs> beavers will kill your dog. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like back when I like whenever I go to camp and stuff like that, if we know the beavers out, we have to keep our dogs in in the cottage. Because because dogs are idiots, they'll be like, Are you a friend? Or or they'll try to attack the beaver because dogs go one of two ways. And no, beavers, oh my God. Will, beavers will fuck up your dogs. I went hiking yesterday um, near, like, like just an hour away from here, an hour and a bit away from here. We went hiking mm -hmm. and we went up. And it, so I'm sure you've seen the picture that I posted. We were up at this place oh, called yes. Eagle's Nest. Yeah, the, and... the, the very artistic photo oh, yeah. we took with oh, the little, with the little lyric more. at the bottom. Oh, there's more that I haven't posted yet. They're coming. Don't you worry. My Instagram is is gonna have content. But I'm, I'm ready for a lot of sepia filter. <laughs> Who the fuck is sepia? First of all, sepia. But anyway, sepia, tomato, tomato. We were up there, and uh, like from that picture, you can see how far the drop is. Like it, mm -hmm. it's it's a cliff overlooking like a legitimate, literal valley. Nice. And there were people up there with their dogs off leash and their oh. kids running around pushing each other. That would give me and instant I'm like, anxiety. I had anxiety. Like, I was looking around and I swear to God, one of these dogs was going to knock me over the cliff and that was it. I mean, like, if that's the way I go, like, I die, I die. Mother nature, it is what it is. Yeah. But if I don't have to go that way, I'd rather not. I would rather you keep your dog on the leash while we're near the cliff's edge. Like I get hiking with your dog off leash. That makes sense. Coming up the trail. That's fine. Yeah. But like, I mean, I would have, I would still have anxiety, but for the completely opposite reason, like when it comes to fight or flight, I have a very strong like fight reaction. So like if I see loose dogs and children running around, I'm going to be like, you're going to fight them. No, like, I'd be like, <laughs> I would be like, I'm just picturing you chasing a little, like, a three-year-old with a knife. Like, come here, fucker. Get the fuck over here, Timmy. No, no, but, like, <laughs> it, it's just I know that if, if something happens to the dog or the kid, for some reason I'm going to want to jump in and help, and I'm getting anxiety because I don't fucking want to. Want to. Like, that's not my fucking kid. Like, you should have known better than to let your kid run around here, but I know if something happens to him, like, I'm going to want to jump in and help and I'm getting anxiety because I don't want to, but I know I will. And like, I don't want the kid to get hurt. And like, that's that, that's where my anxiety would have come from in that situation. Yeah. The guy I went hiking with, it was funny. So the guy that I went hiking with, he took the picture of me and I was mm -hmm. standing like, for the most part, when we were up there, I was standing like a foot away from the cliff's edge because it was fucking cool. Like you looked oh, down sure. and it looked like a green screen. Like my brain couldn't process that that was like an actual valley that below me. Real? Like it felt like I was looking at a green screen. Yeah. Um, and he wouldn't come within like six feet of the edge. And I kept trying to make him come to the edge. And he was like, no, 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 no. So I was like, all right, fine. Um, but he was convinced that I was going to fall and die. He was convinced, but he didn't stop you. But he, he, but he didn't stop me. Okay. You've tried to stop me doing things. Do I listen to people? Oh, fuck no. When am I, when do I, when do I let you stop me doing things? <laughs> Never. I take my shoes off and I run away. Well, there, there's, there's a drunk to sober Annie version of that story. Like, drunk Annie cannot be reasoned with, but sober no, Annie not can. not the slightest. So, like, when you're sober, you can be stopped to do things as, lo as, as long as someone can logically talk you out of it. But when you're drunk, there's no hope.
it's just a follow. Mm, yeah, it's got, it's got to be a pretty powerful argument, though. Like, if I'm intent on doing something, it's got to be a pretty powerful argument because I'm going to do it. Yeah, Actually, interestingly enough, so I had this conversation with Maddie okay. um, when we were still living together in Toronto. And she said that I have conversations when I want to have them with who I want to have them to have the conversation that I want to have. For example, I have... In, in her like the way she described it is I have people that I will go to when I don't want to do something because I know that they'll talk me out of it <laughs> and then I have people that I go to that will always say yes 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 because I know that they're just going to agree with me so either way what I want is is what I get like what I what I want out of the conversation whether I want to be talked out of something or whether, yeah. I want, whether I want to be like solidified in doing something I get that because of the people that I go to specifically to talk to and that fucked me up for a while it's it's difficult when having she, self realizations like that. When she told me that, <laughs> yeah, I, I've had a couple of self real like uh, like the the number one thing that like I've I've realized lately that like I'm still kind of struggling with is I FOMO gets to me much harder than I like to think it does. Yeah, like that that would be well, my number one. You're an extrovert. One. That's you though. Yeah, I don't know. Like right, I can be extroverted, but I f most of the time I feel like an introvert. Yeah, well, I mean, extroverts need their Recharge alone time, hundred percent. Yeah, extroverts hundred percent need their alone time, but for the majority of it, they not prefer, but they do well. They do better in a in a group conversation, in a group setting, when talking to people. Oh yeah, and like I don't know if it comes from like a bratty side yeah. of me or if it is just like the FOMO fucking me up hard. For people who don't know, FOMO mm -hmm. is just the fear of missing out. But like. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a little personal. I don't know how you're going to take this, but like in our group chat, like whenever mm. there's like something going on that involves everyone hanging out and I'm not there, I'll just mute the group chat. I just don't want to see it. And then after I've like, calmed, when has that ever happened? Uh, roughly. You're always there. No, no. Like after I moved away or even like the few times where like I was busy at work or busy with school, like on the off period that you guys were off and stuff like that busy with school like you did homework i did do homework for one class i'm sure you did i did the only Please homework i ever did was for philly that was it i'm, I'm gonna send this i'm gonna send this podcast to mark <laughs> yo i should have mark on oh best of luck with that he's just gonna rip you apart the whole time <laughs> I, know. I know but yeah no they like i think genuinely the only thing i ever did homework for was character like i only ever did my character study homework i really did everything else was like off the top of my head i don't know i liked doing the homework i liked doing the script work i liked doing rehearsals i didn't care much about script well, well i guess it depended on who it was with yeah like the at least in my head the only thing that the, like i prioritized was character study i'm like i need to know this character mm. because if i know this character then i can improv but if I like, but if I don't know this character, then I can't fly off the seat of my pants. So that's why I always prioritize character research over everything else. I think for me, it depended on the scene. I felt like like there were some there were some characters that if I knew them too well, then I wouldn't be able to do it. But then oh. there were other characters that I really needed to know. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm, that, I'm talking about like from monologues. Like if I was like in a group, then I would do my part. Like I would do my homework. I, I wouldn't like leave people high and yeah. dry. But, yeah, no, if it's solo stuff, I would do character study, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, the, like some of, the, like, the really heavy, like, like at the beginning in, like, term one, term two, when we were learning character <laughs> we stuff. We were always crying. 
Yeah, but I got fucked over in term one. <laughs> I got fucked over like nineteen times out of twenty. I got fucked over. Yeah, you you always got paired with the person that we were all cringing. Like, hope I don't get. Oh, not cringing. No, I like I the I was waiting to get hate crimed. <laughs> Like, I'm not like gonna... I was gonna get my ass kicked. It was gonna happen. Yeah, like, I was, like, I'm not gonna lie. There was a lot of times where, like, I hope I don't get so-and-so. Oh, no, never mind. Annie got so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Annie got so-and-so. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Hello? Like, there were, like I said, <laughs> hi. Hi. You okay? You having a good time? Yeah, you said, wait a minute, and you went completely silent. Uh, yeah, because I blue-screened. Oh. Um. Um. Like, like I said, though, it, like it, de- it depends on. It really depended on the person, like the the person that I was working with, because there were some people that I really didn't have to rehearse with, and we we could just do it. Like it was great. Like yeah. Ryan, for instance, I found it really easy to work with Ryan when we did our lost scene. I found that super easy. It was great. We didn't really rehearse that much, um, but it was and it was fun. Um, there were other people though, and like for no, obviously for no personal reason, like Aaron, for instance, I rehearsed a lot with Aaron and that was because that just worked better for us. Like that bouncing off of each other and playing that way worked better for us. Whereas with, with Ryan, it was like in the moment, in the scene, we kind of figured it out. Yeah. I don't, you and I never really, you and I didn't get anything together, did we? We never worked together once. No, not that I can think of anyway. Maybe for like one of those like warm up things. Oh, probably. But Never for an actual assignment. No, I got Ryan a couple of times. I got Aaron. I got who else did I get? I got Simon. I got paired with Maddie like ten fucking times in a single term. Yeah, like that. Like I got hurt. Like it was every time, and it was spread across like six different professors. So unless they're coordinating this, it was just a coincidence. Well, there was only one prof that we knew paired people for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I know. I did my. In- yeah, no, I never. I didn't get like repeat people that much. I got a lot of repeat people. I only worked like throughout all four terms. I like maybe worked with like the same six people, just on, in a, in a cycle though. Like, like I I didn't work with a lot of different people. I kept getting paired with the same I worked, people. I, I, yeah, I did like here, there, and everywhere. I worked with I worked with everybody, although. I didn't get a lot of scenes with girls that I can remember. Oh, well. <laughs> the only scene I can remember doing with a girl was the Riverdale thing with Jenna. Yeah. Because I never worked with Dila. I never worked with... Well, Dila, we did fight, but that was fight. Um, I never... I guess I did Kate in term one. <laughs> but that, again... Context, sh- the way you're wording all of this. What?! Nothing. Go on. Oh, okay. Are you just gonna give me the silence? Anyway. 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 Yeah, I got paired mostly with dudes. Like, for scenes. Oh, I would say, like, even though I got paired with the same people multiple times, it was still, like, a healthy mix of guys and girls. Like, uh... Yeah. It was just the same people. That that, that was essentially it. I just got kept paired... I just get kept getting paired with the same people. Yeah. Which, I mean, same people, different context is, is something too, right? Like, oh, if, as long sure. as you're not both, you're the same person playing the same characters over and over. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, 
how are things going for you just out, outside of school, outside of work? Like, change the subject up a little bit. Every time I talk to someone from the old program, we end up talking about the program a little bit. And I feel like... Because it's what we all have in common. Yeah, for sure. But, like, well, you and I were roommates. And they were roommates. Yeah, we were for a oh year. Oh, my God, they were roommates. Along with Simon and Ryan. Yep. And then I lived with Maddie and Simon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, like we were we were pretty close like as a group I mean like we were all pretty close outside yeah. of school which was like probably the the best part of like the college experience is like the the program itself was fun but like the friends you make and like hang out with outside of the program was like probably one of the highlights of college for me. Like I know that you said every time you have somebody from the program on you talk about the program but I, like, I, in my everyday life, my everyday conversations, I talk about the program all the goddamn time. Like, oh, really? Um, yeah, like, one, like, um, my absolute best friend at work right now, um, he knows all of you. He knows all of you by name. He knows which story <laughs> belongs with who. He knows all of you. Like, he, like, I went hiking with him. He's the one I went hiking with. And he took the pictures of me. And then he was like, yeah, I'm kind of good at photography. And I was like, yeah, you are. And he goes, don't tell Attilio because... <laughs> I was probably gonna like rip my pictures apart well, and then I was like, like did you just say don't tell Attilio as if like you're friends with as my if... friends and he's like yeah oh my god does he have does he have like faces to match with their names um he's seen some pictures mainly just ones that you wouldn't want other people seeing oh for fuck's sake um so dang I just want to be like yo what up I'm Drake and then just see him try to like fit the like my face in the stories you've told him about Drake? Yeah. Most of my Drake stories have to do with Maddie, though. Yeah, fair. And he knows what Maddie looks like, for sure. Because he, like, he's seen pictures of Maddie before. Oh, yeah, because you two are obsessed with each other. We are. We're in love, <laughs> Frederick. I know. Don't be jealous. We're in agreement. Why Why are you getting defensive? I love how we're saying this as she just celebrated their anniversary. <laughs> She'll eventually come to her it's senses fine. and come running to you. It's okay. This is what I'm saying. Like I'm just waiting. I'm 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 building a life for us. I'm getting our life ready, our marital bed. I'm preparing us a life outside of Ottawa in the valley with I, a farm. I have a separate Maddie, savings please. account. Separate savings account. Just for her. When Maddie snaps back to reality. <laughs> it's completely when Maddie locked. Comes around. She's a co-signer on it too, so like we we both have to sign off on it for, to have access to it, but I'm putting money in there for when she finally knows. She doesn't know she's a co-signer, though. She doesn't know she's a co-signer. No, she thought she was signing for a package, but it was me in disguise. Just <laughs> getting her to sign the joint bank account big form. glasses. 100%. <laughs> Wearing a USPS uniform, because we have the USPS up here. <laughs> the USPS? Yeah, United States Postal Service. Yeah, that doesn't us sound pus. right. <laughs> us pus. There's you. Yeah, there's U there's UPS, and then there's USPS. Have you never watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, with Ed the episode with Ed Helms? No. Wait, I've seen all of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I didn't know Ed Helms has, like, made an appearance. Yeah, he was, uh, he worked for Uspis. He was, uh, Agent Jack Donger. Oh, shit, I'm gonna have to rewatch. Like, I loved Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I watched, I did watch the whole thing to entirety, but, I've know. seen it a couple of times, yeah. It's one of my go-to shows. Really? Yeah, that, Bojack, Family Guy, and Archer are, Ooh. like, my go-to, like, rewatch shows. I, re I really, really, really enjoy Bojack Horseman, but it would not be something that I have on all the time, because it's just so fucking depressing. I Oh, no, I just do seasons one through four. Oh, okay. Before the, what is it? Before yeah, before it rehab. gets, it, 
before it gets bad yeah. yeah i also still haven't finished bojack the last oh, episode really? you can ask atelio this was a whole thing for me the last episode of the last season of bojack i got halfway through and i could not finish it really um it's yeah so i i know no i know and that's why and that's why i couldn't finish it and i still haven't been able to finish it because like i don't want to watch it alone because like <laughs> i'll cry not even that i was already crying but like i don't think i'm gonna be okay because like i've so uh, believe it or not lines from that episode are big on tiktok right now like oh. it's part of a trend like people have people have been like people have used it for dumb shit but a lot of people are using it for like you know really serious shit um like when he uh uh when he says is it scary and he says no uh, whatever like a lot of people are using that to talk about their relationships and stuff oh. and so I, I have an idea of the tone of the end of the episode and it's just like it's hard enough to watch an episode to watch the the end of a show that you have grown so you know you've you've spent so much time yeah. getting to know the characters and especially the main character who is somebody that like you don't no, but you can relate to on yeah. such a fucking horrific level like, because was, of the writing. I was super late on the Bojack hype train. Like, oh, when same. I, when I started watching it, the second last season just came out. So the only thing I ever had to wait for was the last season. Right. And no, I once I started watching it, I couldn't stop watching it. But I would never just yeah. have that on all the time. It would it would depress me. It would yeah. I would. Like, it's so good. It, no, like, I... the episodes that I have on are, like, the episode where, um, like, when Todd has his clown dentistry and it goes <laughs> bad and then he puts them out in the forest and they turn into rabid zombies. Like, yeah. that's, 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 that's the shit that I have on. I don't, I don't have on the episode of, of like, his dad's funeral. Yeah. Or, or his, or whatever. I think it was his mom's Or his mom's funeral, funeral rather. Yeah, yeah, his mom's funeral where he just monologues. Yeah. I mean... Like, the shows that I do have on, on repeat is, like, Family Guy, Archer, and, like, a handful mm -hmm. of animes. Mm-hmm. Just. Yeah, Archer's a good one. Although, I really, I really hated the last couple of seasons. I don't know what it is. Like, the, the Dreamland, Danger Island, and the other one. The space oh, one. Um, yeah, 99. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get into it. Didn't care. I liked all. Dreamland. Dreamland was the only coma dream one that I really enjoyed. Mm. I, I liked Dreamland. The other two I watched just to like, come on, give me something. Come on. Yeah. But like, I, give me have, Archer jokes. Yeah. Have you watched all of them though? Yeah. Okay. So you know that like at least at the end of the most recent season, he's woken up. So I'm excited for the next. Yeah, season for to sure. Come out. Well, I follow the show on on Twitter, and they they've been posting some like obviously trailers and and screenshot like like oh, clips and stuff, right? Yeah, Archer has a cane. Um, and Cyril is jacked. <laughs> um, yeah, if you follow ArcherFX on Twitter, um, they've been posting a lot of promo material for the new season. That's good. So, yeah, no, it looks good. Like, the new season, that, like, the newer season that's coming out looks great. Um, well, the newest season of Family Guy on Netflix is trash. Yeah, I'll say that right now. Yeah, it was a little underwhelming. Like... I'm, I'm in love with Seth MacFarlane. He can get it. But that last season was lazy garbage you think it was lazy well what did you, i just yeah. didn't find it funny exactly or, because it was lazy well it, it was funny it's just not as funny it's like it, it just 
the storylines didn't didn't do anything. They didn't mean anything. There was no point to them. It feels like I've seen it all before. Yeah. Like, which yeah. if you want to be a show like that and you want to go for that many seasons, you have to Simpsons it. You have to like you got to keep it fresh. You got to you got to keep people interested. Yeah, I mean, South Park finally came out with their fucking uh, pandemic episode. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I know that they posted it and made a huge thing, and apparently a lot of people don't like it. Apparently it's not funny. Apparently it's not, like, Well, South it's South Park. Park. They're not, they're not, yeah, they're not trying to be funny. They're trying so to They be are witty. trying to be funny. They're, they're trying, trying to be, be funny to themselves. Yeah. They're trying to be their funny. They I, don't I, care about being your funny. Yeah, I, I, I find South Park, like, a more, like, dark slash witty kind of humor and like you think that a show with a character called what's his name mr poopy butthole nope that's from rick and morty um the the the, there's a character that's literally a a shit in a toilet yeah mr hanky mr hanky there you go the christmas poop yeah no i just think that's a witty show oh yeah for sure there's i think it's a well-written show I, i genuinely do Yikes. Yikes. Oh. I'm just saying yeah. it's a show I enjoy. No, you called it witty. Yeah, I, I find you didn't it just pretty... just say I enjoy it. I find it very witty in a dark humor I sense. En- like, I enjoy Family Guy. I'm not going to sit here and call it witty. I don't think Family Guy is witty. It's not. Family Guy's like it's slaps- not. Family Guy's like slapstick humor. So is South Park. Eh. To different degrees, though they double like they, they they have the same characteristics, but they both just double down on different things. But all in all, South Park isn't there to to, to make a point to send no, a message absolutely to, not. to push they're, anything. They're there to mock. They're, they're like they're they, they South Park likes to mock a lot of things. But you can't even yeah, but you can't even call it social commentary because like look at the South Park movie for instance. The South Park movie, I will again complete transparency. The South Park movie is the only thing of south park that i have seen all the way through i've seen clips of south park episodes i haven't seen an episode the whole way through i've seen the movie the whole way through okay and saddam hussein (laughs) being in a gay relationship with satan hilarious i love it make no point no no social commentary there whatsoever opportunity for social commentary no no social commentary whatsoever I don't know. Again, I'm just trying to sh- share like a lighthearted opinion. I'm not. I don't really looking to get into a debate about it, especially since it's been a pretty long time since I've watched South Park last. So I'm coming into this with like no ammunition for this argument whatsoever. Oh, same. I'm just, Again, like, I've only seen the movie. Yeah, like I just from memories. I just remember like, like oh, like that's fucking crude as hell. But like you know, that's that's kind of witty. Like, I don't uh, know that I've ever seen a South Park clip that I thought was witty. Oh. See, but that's about... why I like Bojack because yeah. it is. No, Bojack is intelligent. Like that is a borderline, almost like I don't even know if I would classify like Bojack like as like a comedy show because it's just it's so dark comedy. It's one hundred percent dark comedy. Yeah, it's just a little too fucking real, even though it's about an ano... anamorphic fucking horse. But then you also look at the sort the the types of episodes that Bojack has done and the the the, the, the types of things that that it's done right like. The monologue episode of his, at his mom's funeral, yeah. or the almost the ninety percent silent episode in Bojack's Underwater, but they still deliver a full storyline yeah. with almost zero dialogue. Like Bojack, the the TV show has done things, and I don't. And again, it comes across 
as the sort of thing where if you were to like to walk up to to Will Arnett or you know anybody that's written on the show mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, I think BoJack has done something," I I feel like you would get a very BoJack answer of like, "No, we haven't." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is probably a really good spot right now just to take a small ad break, but uh, we will continue this conversation in a moment. This episode is sponsored by Brotherhood MFG. Brotherhood MFG is a clothing brand centered around car culture with a fresh style. Brotherhood MFG has even given me a special discount code to give to you guys. So if you go to teespring.com slash stores slash Brotherhood MFG and use discount code PASTIME in all caps, you'll get 13% off the entire store. All right, and we're back from... A very short break, I'll call it. Sure. <laughs> no, we, we sure took, we took a pretty long break. <laughs> oh. With a lot of content that would have been usable if you were recording. But it was controversial. Not all of it. Not all of it, no. Just that last bit. Just that last bit. But yeah, we were talking about effects of like different television shows and stuff like that before we went on the break. Bojack being a big one had a small debate about South Park versus Family Guy. Um, uh, yeah, because South Park isn't witty. Yeah, but no. Okay. What I the point that I wanted to make about Bojack about the last episode of Bojack is that it's one thing to watch a TV show and then get to the end of the series and you know watch a character die or something mm-hmm. or whatever. But when it's a character that is literally written to make you cognizant of parts of yourself that people try to ignore because it makes them feel like a bad person but it's all just part of the human experience and mm-hmm. you see this person getting along with his human experience even though he's a horse to even watch he's a horse. him die to watch him die like to watch somebody that you've had to like yeah. see it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy have, to me i have a very different experience with like television show like when i watch television like like tv shows in particular like most of the time, I'm just looking for comedy. I'm just looking for something casual. Like, whenever I want mm-hmm. to feel, like, moved or, like, touched or anything like that, that's when I go to films. Like, I have, a, like, a long list of, like, movies that I just feel everybody should watch that I think that, like, th- there's, like, movies that have changed me. There's movies that have changed my way of thinking that have made me, like, feel stuff. And I don't know if it's just because it's hard to do that in a television show sense or if I'm just not looking for it. But... I think with TV, it's different because it's half hour to an hour segments every so often. Whereas with movies, you're sitting typically, I mean, again, everybody, everybody's different. But like the way I watch movies, like lights are off. I'm not looking at my phone. I'm watching the movie and you are trapped, I guess. Trapped is a a word in that space with those characters for that two, two and a half hours. Yeah. Like. Two movies that, like, stick the fuck out to me is Boy in Striped Pajamas and Imitation mm-hmm. Game. And they both just so happen to take place during World War II, but that's just coincidental. Um, uh, it was also a big turning point for yeah society as a whole. Well, that, and I'll also say Whiplash. I really, really like Whiplash. Oh, I love, love Whiplash. I also love that one with sarcasm when old men walk up to me and see whiplash on one of my name tags at work and they're like did you actually like whiplash or like yeah. did you watch it with your boyfriend or like did your dad watch it with you and like <laughs> oh that's why God. and then i get to look at them and i get to say sir that attitude is not my fucking tempo 
Yeah, like I like we, we both worked at the same place for a little bit. Um, uh, when I transferred to a different location, I got to put like my favorite movie on my name tag, and I also said Whiplash. Oh. And like as oh. they were like putting it on the name tag for me, they're like, "Oh, and what what favorite movie do you want to put on?" I'm like, "Whiplash." And he kind of looked at me. He's like, "Really? Like Whiplash?" I'm like, "Why does yeah. why do people fucking hate on this movie? It's a good movie. Like you don't have to even because you don't have to know a thing about drums or like." music or anything like that and still enjoy the shit out of that show yeah because the end of it is not the end that anybody wants <laughs> everybody wants everybody wants the the coming of age movie ending where he says fuck you to jk simmons and he goes off and he does his own thing because he doesn't need jk simmons and he grew up and whatever but instead people he does what people think is like petty or it's yeah. It's it's uh, going back thing. to he it. He does a or selfish whatever. thing at yeah. the end. He says, "No, I'm gonna prove myself." Yeah. But yeah, like that's exactly the ending that movie should have had. Because oh, yeah. in that movie, you're not supposed to think you're not supposed to watch that movie hoping that Miles Teller grows up and has the coming of age ending. You're not supposed to hope that. You're yeah. supposed to hope that he gets what he fucking wants. Yeah, and like I I know like. I think a lot of people like just wish that movie was like thirty seconds longer just to know what happens. Like Nah. <laughs> like Nah. Like it just leaves you with a I think he smiled. And like that's it. Nah, it's JK Simmons, he didn't smile. <laughs> he just wanted pictures of Spider Man. JK Simmons was a, another good episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. That was a good episode. Oh, he's just... I just want J.K. Simmons in general. Well, okay, I will say that television shows that did really affect me was uh, Breaking Bad and Waco. Mm. I did not watch either of those. Really? Uh, I don't yeah. think Breaking Bad's on Netflix anymore. It might be, but definitely watch Waco. That is something that I had no idea happened in the United States. You know what you, know what you need to watch? Oh, what do I need to watch? Shameless. Oh, I, I watch Shameless. I'm obsessed with Shameless. All of it. All of it. I'm com well. Whatever's all on, nine seasons. Whatever's on Netflix is what I've watched. All nine seasons. If it's on Netflix, I've watched it. I've watched every episode okay. of Shameless that is on Netflix. That is a TV show that affected me as a person. Yeah, I just found it entertaining. It didn't really affect me much, for the most part. Like, of course, there was a couple things like uh, I really, really love Lips story arc but i think it's because you think you're lip no i just i just enjoyed every, it i just found it the most everybody everybody finds in every tv show everybody has a character that they think huh that's me or like that's ideal me i think lip is your ideal you no i do think i am one of the characters but it is not lip i just found phillips who, um uh who do you think you are then i forget the the oldest sister fiona fiona that that's who i relate to the most but I found Philip's story more interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So, fuck your point. <laughs> huh. <laughs> well, just because... Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not true. Yeah. No, I just... I just found, like... Because I, I think... I was just so, like... Knowing... Like, but, like, knowing you as a person, I know you. Okay. And I know that you... You identify yourself some way with Lip. 
Not to the extent of, of what he goes through in the show, though. I didn't go through anything that he went through in the show. No, 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 no. I mean him as a person, as a personality. Possibly. I don't know. Like, again, like, I always thought that I identified more with Fiona. However, I always, like, like I always made sure to pay attention to Philip's storyline. Also, to be fair, Lip, they gave him the best writing. <laughs> they, they really did. Like, not gonna lie, not to bring it back to school or anything, but, like, they're, like especially in the newer season, I'm like, well, fuck, if this season was out, like, when I was in college, right? I, I would have done that scene, for sure. If I had seen this, oh, my God, the um the first time that Fiona cusses out Frank and Monica together. Oh, yeah. I would have done that. I would have done that so quick. There was there is so many Philip monologues that I wish I could have done in college, but I didn't even like really start watching Shameless till I was almost out of college. I didn't start watching it until a few months ago. My friend told me to watch it. Oh really? What so you're I, like... like brand new to it? Yeah, like I just just finished it. I didn't start watching it until like February or March. Hmm. Yeah, no, like uh, I really love Philip's fucking. They, they put they put a lot of their effort into Philip's writing. He got so much. He got a lot. And for some reason Debbie gets a lot, but I don't I don't care about Debbie. Yeah. I don't really care for any of the younger the younger siblings. Like the the two oldest brothers and Fiona is who I like the most. You don't like Carl, really? He had like an interesting story arc in like the middle of the show, but the the beginning and ending I didn't really care for that much. He got, he went through like one really interesting character arc. And the show's not over, eh? I, I know, but from what I've seen so far. Right. Like, I, I think, I don't know if it's the last season that's coming out, or if they're just still continuing it, but from what is available, like, there was a They're really, filming right now. Yeah, like, there was, yeah, I've seen uh, some posts on Instagram from the, I follow them, like, pretty much the entire cast on Instagram. I follow Kevin and Mickey, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> really? Oh, Mickey see. is my favorite character on that show and has been since the beginning and will always be. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, uh, yeah, they're, they're doing Mickey is, uh. <laughs> no, he has a, he doesn't have a lot of, like, a lot of, like, per se scenes, but he is a crucial fucking character. Like, he is very interesting. Like, I know he, he isn't around for, like, a portion of the show when he's in prison. Yeah, but Mickey, to me, is and controversial mickey is the best kind of person really he is yeah he is exactly himself has always been himself will always be himself always does what he wants says what he means will not lie to you will not bullshit you will not whatever he'll scam you but he won't lie to you he won't bullshit you he won't nothing yeah you never have to guess what he's thinking that's what i mean to say yeah yeah, I don't know, that's... I love that. Yeah, so I do take it back. There are a couple of television shows that I feel are effective to watch, but they're not, They're not like, mainstream for the most... Nah, I can't even say that, because Shameless is pretty popular. It's pretty big, yeah. Yeah, and so is It's Breaking also a Bad. remake. Yeah, from a British version. I watched the first episode mm-hmm. of the British version, and I couldn't get into it. Apparently it's shot for shot. What do you mean you couldn't get into it? I don't know. I just... Not the faces I'm used to, not the voices I'm used to. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, I think the first, the whole first season is like shot for shot. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's 
I will say that that show made me hate William H. Macy, which is a credit (laughs) to him. Which is super difficult because he never plays that kind of character. Wasn't he that kind of character in Fargo? I'm not, I'm pretty sure he's usually like the, the protagonist in most of the shit he's in. Like that's like the darkest character he's ever played as far as I know. I really haven't seen a lot of his stuff to be honest. Mm. But he plays it so, so, so well. He does. So there's one specific part. It's in it's in one of the first few episodes in the first season where Lip is following him and bothering him. Like Lip's on a bike and he's following Frank and bothering him. Mm-hmm. And Frank goes into one of his Frank rants about the government and, and women and whatever and yeah. justice. And he keeps his rant going even after Lip has like long gone. And then Frank turns onto a main road and he's walking down the street having this 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 rant to himself. And I have absolutely seen that guy in downtown anywhere <laughs> right. downtown toronto downtown i have i have absolutely seen oh, yeah. that guy downtown toronto you'll meet like five of those guys i promise you everybody in their life has met frank gallagher yeah for sure oh i'm just trying to think now because now i feel like i'm wrong like i feel like there should, there's better television shows out there that that like mean Affect something people? yeah um, I'm trying to think about what I've watched. I mean... I really, really got into Dexter, but I really didn't care for the last season. Mm, I feel like, like that happens a lot. Yeah, like, the show was really, really good, and then you can tell, like... Again, I say this to everybody who asks me my opinion on Dexter with the last season. It just kind of felt like, you know, the writers came in to write another season. You know, they're, they're, they're thinking of all these ideas, and then someone just comes into the board, and, like, the meeting just goes like, By the way, this is the last season. And they just go, What? Fuck. We got a lot of. I think a lot of people felt that way about Game of Thrones too. Oh yeah, I I never got into Game of Thrones. I saw like the first three seasons, three and a half ish seasons. Uh, forgot to keep watching. Essentially, yeah. I I watched the first five seasons, and I watched them when I moved to Toronto, and I watched them with somebody else. So it was, and we binged it. So, like, there was a lot going on in my life, and there was distraction, and we binged it. So, I watched the first five seasons. I know all the main stuff that happens. I just can't remember in what order what happens. And if you were to ask me, like, about specifics, I would not be able to tell you. Yeah. (laughs) Does Jon Snow, in fact, know anything? According to the internet, he does not. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. uh, A lot of... uh, I would highly suggest watching Waco. It's, I think it's like seven episodes, but it's like an hour long episode each. It's it's mm. based off a real story. I don't know how familiar you are with it, but uh, it's about a cult that did exist. Oh, yeah. And for the most part, as far as I know, like they were very, very, like a very peaceful cult, but they were like suspected of, I think, arms dealing. I think they were armed, like they were only arms dealing just to support, just to get money to support themselves, but they themselves like weren't bad people. Right. Um, uh, and it's just the the FBI, the police force, they just really fucked it up. And, like, it put, like, an interesting perspective on how, like, the United States handles things. Like, you just reminded me, um, over the summer while, uh, while work was closed, we obviously still had to go into the building to make sure nothing was burning down or whatever. Yeah. On our lunch breaks, uh, my friend and I would watch um, crime documentaries cool and there's one on netflix uh fuck me what's it called there's a lot on uh, netflix. 
Uh, I know there's a lot on Netflix. Hang on, let me see. I can probably find it. Isn't it like Born a Murderer or something like that? Or How to Be a Serial Killer or some shit like that? Or No, I found it. It's called... Dramatic pause. Evil genius. Evil genius. Oh yeah, I think I've uh, that's been on my suggested. I haven't watched it. Yeah, so it's fucking bananas. You have to watch it. It's about this guy who walks into a bank with a bomb strapped around his neck. Nice. To rob the bank, as one does. And then he, he insists. So then the cops obviously catch him because fuck. And then he's handcuffed, sitting on the ground, and he's insisting, insisting, insisting that it wasn't him, that he was forced to do it. He didn't want to do it. I had to do it. I didn't want to do this. Um, and then, obviously, like, suspicion gets thrown elsewhere. But, like, the way that it ends up at the end is just fucked. Okay. Like, I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> but it's just, like, it's so, like, it's funny. Oh. Like, the like, story it's sad, itself? Obviously. Or, like, the way There's they tell shit the story. that happens. No, like, the story itself is just funny. Oh, fuck. Like, the people involved. It's just funny. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll be sure to watch it. Yeah. Another good one, another good documentary is the Cheer documentary on Netflix. It's about, um, like, one of the most competitive cheer schools in the States. There's cheer and... schools? Well, like, they're a college. It's, the same, like, it's a lot of kids that go to this college on cheer scholarships, the same way that, like, pro uh, football players or, like, football, like, okay. college football. It's college cheer. So okay. it's still, like, like a nationally ranked sport. Okay. Um, it's, but it's competitive college cheer. And it doesn't just, like, the documentary itself doesn't just focus on cheer, but it, fo- it does focus on cheer in the parts that you don't see. Like, you know how, like, you see cheer on, on TV or on movies? And, like, it's, it's cheerleaders in pretty skirts and whatever. It shows cheer as a sport. Yeah. Injuries, like... Well, it's definitely competitive. Um, like, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's not a sport. A lot of people think that, though. A lot of people say that. A lot of people say, oh, it's just girls in skirts. No, But, there's... like, they show the injuries. They show the practices. They show all the outside of, of practice stuff that they have to do. Yeah, like, you don't have to watch cheering for very long until you at least have to, like recognize the fucking athleticism involved in pulling off some of those maneuvers. Like that shit looks like it hurts. (laughs) I I could never. I have so much respect for those, for for cheerleaders. Oh, for sure. But it's a really good documentary because you learn a lot about the kids too, the kids that are on the team that year. You learn a lot about them too and where they came from. Oh, it's it's not like a reenactment? It's like an actual... No, no, it's an actual documentary. It follows oh. these college cheerleaders, and, and like, you learn about their origin stories and stuff, and where they came from, and why they cheer, and what cheer means to them, and all that kind of stuff. And it's that's cool. it's powerful. It's it's very powerful to watch these kids' stories. Nice. Well, I feel like this yeah. might be a, a good spot to leave the podcast at now. It was well now that you have things to watch, and I have things to watch. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> listening has things to watch if you haven't already. Um, uh, you better watch it before we let go um, uh, uh, can you tell the people where they can find you uh, I am everywhere and nowhere um, my main ones are uh, TikTok follow me on TikTok I'm pretty well on there at kill him defoe um, same handle on Instagram kill him underscore defoe on Instagram kill him underscore defoe well it was nice having you Annie and uh, I look forward to seeing you again in 10 episodes <laughs> Yeah, see ya, see ya in 20, at 28, buddy. At 28. All right, well, thank you everyone for watching, and uh, 
Until next time, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.